Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1073. This week on Cars Yeah, we're promoting the 46th annual Forest Grove Concours that takes place Sunday, July 15th on the historic campus of Pacific University in Oregon. Learn more at forestgroveconcours.org. You're always kind of going into the unknown. You're always pushing yourself to do stuff you don't know how to do. Whereas I think often in a in a regular job, you are hired for that job because you are you already know what to do. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in all the way from the UK across the pond, Tom Putnam. Hey, Tom, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Can't wait. Thanks for having me on, Mark. Absolutely. This is super. Tom Putnam is the founder of Beeline, a company he and his buddy Mark Jenner created to make journeys much better. They design and build simple, smart products that make getting around a pleasure. It's a navigation tool for bicycles, which is focused on helping you experience the world around you a lot more. Tom's love for adventure stems from spending his infancy in Zambia, camping trips in the Welsh Hills, hitchhiking from Buenos Aires to New York and driving Land Rovers through the Congo. You you had some adventures. And there's a dirt bike ride through the Sahara, the Savannah, and Kenya as well. Tom knows how to get around. Tom worked in several other industries before Beeline, was an officer in the British Army, and he studied aerospace engineering at the University of Bristol. So, Tom, I've told our listeners just a little bit about your exciting life. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your business and a very obvious passion for anything that rolls on rubber? Yeah, absolutely. Um, As you say, I've been on a few adventures, generally in cars that have a habit of breaking down. (laughs) <laughs> bicycles tend to be a bit more reliable. If, uh, if, but yeah, it was three years ago that we came up with this idea of just a really simple navigation device for bikes because we were just getting frustrated with getting lost riding around on our bicycles. And, and, it's, and actually, you say it's bicycles. The um, interesting thing that's happening right now is as we speak, we're launching a um, Kickstarter campaign for a motorcycle version of it. So we're getting closer to the, the petrol heads end of things. Awesome. Taking what we've done for bicycles and put it into things with engines. Yeah, awesome. Well, that's very, very cool. You know, I say here on Cars Yeah, I know it's Cars Yeah, but we love bikes, motorcycles, anything that rolls on rubber, uh, I'm a fan of. And uh, bicycles are so much fun. And I, I love the fact that it's migrating into motorcycles. I used to ride motorcycles quite a bit. So love bikes. Mm. Uh, it just got a little crazy on the roadways around here with people not paying attention and trying yeah. to kill me every time I went for a ride. So, uh, <laughs> but this sounds cool. We're going to learn a lot more about you and about Beeline and the, the products and the, this launch that's going on. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been uh, forming in your life and it's made your life successful. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah. So, Tom, grab the handlebars. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I think my one for this wouldn't necessarily be a, a business mantra, but just a life one. That um, old quote of dance like nobody's watching which I think is a great way to live your life, but I think has also been quite important for our success in business, just having pretty much no shame and being open to embarrassing ourselves and getting things wrong, um, which we do on a regular basis. <laughs> but I think if we were too precious about that, we wouldn't have got where we were. So that would be my tip. Absolutely. I love that. First time that's ever been mentioned here on Car Chat. So that's a new one for us. So I love new quotes, new mentors. 
Well, let's go back in time a little bit because uh, you've had many adventures uh, in many places and many roads and off-roads. I'd love for you to share a story that uh, was uh, instigating in the passion of your car love, your passion for cars, bikes, motorcycles. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were a car guy? Yeah, perhaps. I've been on a few kind of road trips and adventures in, in cars, but the first big one was, was actually in the States, um, across the pond with you guys, when me and a couple of buddies drove from Chicago to, um, to LA. So we landed in, in Chicago, stayed with a friend for a couple of days while we looked on, on Craigslist for a car to do this in. We found all kinds of practical cars. There was a van that we could have slept in. There was some efficient saloons. But the, uh, the one we ended up getting was a, jacked up bright orange 20 year old ford explorer this kind of four by four gas guzzler that looked like it was going to fall apart at any time but it was just so cool we couldn't say no so we uh we bought that thing i think it was 1400 bucks we had to sell it halfway across the states because it was falling apart so much that oh my transmission, the transmission pretty much fell out um <laughs> but it just it was just too cool we just we just loved it so much I'm learning more and more about you here. You like adventure, don't you? <laughs> just, just a little bit, just a little bit. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down. You've done so many cool things. You've done a lot of different things. Thanks for your service in the British Army. That's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, being allies here at the United States, we, ap- we appreciate that as well. I've got a lot of family members who've served in the military. Uh, but I would love for you to share a big challenge or a big failure that you faced along the way. Um, the best best thing about these things, though, is they teach us really valuable lessons. They may be hard at the time. We may look up and go, why me? Why me? But they teach us things. So tell us about a specific adventure and experience that challenged you quite a bit. But tell us how you moved past that and what it taught you. Yeah, sure. Um, so we've had plenty with the business. Delivering off our first Kickstarter was a, was a big one, kind of learning um, how to get manufacturing going in China. But I think for the sake of what we're talking about here with cars, uh, the big one would be another another trip on four wheels when we were driving Land Rovers down the whole length of Africa. As part of that, we'd had one car shipped into Gabon. And so it was coming into Libreville on, on a boat. And this thing just kept on being late. Like, never trust a shipping company to get something in on time to Africa. It just doesn't happen. So we were just getting so frustrated going there day after day to this port. And eventually, eventually it came in and we were just just banging our heads against the wall with authorities, people who wanted bribes, people who wanted to extort money out of us. Oh, yeah. You know, we saw them dragging. Eventually, when the boat came in, we saw them wrecking cars, dragging them across the deck of this boat. And we did eventually get out, but God, the level of patience we had to go through to get that. And then, and the, the rest of the trip to Africa is, I absolutely love the place, my favorite place in the world. It's a similar story all the way through, kind of banging your head against lots of bureaucracy and people trying to slow you down the whole way. So it was a, a real lesson in patience. You know, there was a great video by Ewan McGregor and a buddy of his where they mm. rode motorcycles around the world and uh, running into a lot of the same thing. And now, of course, he had celebrity-ness with him and he had camera crews. So I'm sure not as much of that happened. But I've talked to many people who travel in different countries where they face those things. And I talked to one guy that just everywhere he went, every border he went to, he had to give somebody money there. He had to do this. He had to do that. And I said, how do you put up with that? And he goes, you just have to have the right attitude. You just have to kind of go, you know what? This is part of the adventure. This is part of the story. This is part of what it is. And he goes, it helps you appreciate when you come back to your own country, how easy it is to travel around and how, I guess, not totally free of corruption because that happens from time to time, but not like it does sometimes in other countries to a level that you just go, really? I mean, how does anything happen in this country? So 
Yeah. Uh, kudos to you for having a great attitude. I mean, <laughs> buying that vehicle you bought in the U.S. and driving it halfway across the country. You're a brave man, my friend. Yeah, that's very cool. I love your I love your spirit. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's a time when the lights come on and kind of illuminate a way for a new direction. So tell us about one of yours. Uh, yeah, so I mean, for that, the the obvious thing is our is our business, how that all started. So me and Mark were we were good friends before. We we used to work together. Um, I'd just been working in Africa and was coming back, and um, we met up for lunch. And Mark was late, and it was because he was on his bike, push bike. He just ended up going round and round in circles trying to find this place we were going to. And the way he would navigate on his bike, I would navigate, and I think most people do is they ride around. You get lost, you stop, you pull your phone out, you check it, put it back in your pocket get lost again, do rinse and repeat. And so we just thought, well, if you just had something that pointed you in the right direction, doesn't need to give you all the, you know, every turn, but just pointed you in the right direction, you'd get there and it'd be great fun. So we had no experience building electronics, no experience manufacturing things in China, building software, anything like that. But we thought, hey, let's, let's see if we can learn how to do this. Let's give it a shot. And we gave it a go. And it started off as a kind of hobby project. And now three years on, it's a business where we're kind of selling these things around the world and now making products for motorcycles as well. It's so cool. And I'll remind our listeners, you can go to the web page where I've got this show and Tom's uh, link to his website will be there. And when you go to the website and you check it out, the simplicity is the mastery of this. When I saw your product, I thought about Apple products and the, the simpleness of Apple and how easy it is and intuitive it is. And yeah, it's basically a little arrow that just moves around like on a compass and goes, go left. Go right, go straight, turn around, whatever it might be. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we'll make sure we put a link there so that our listeners can learn about this. And if you love uh, going around on bicycles, now I would assume too, can you hold this in your hand and use it while you're walking? You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, you, the strap is designed for bicycles, but there's nothing about it that stops you using on a foot. Yeah, or a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Since yeah. I used to ride skateboards <laughs> as a kid growing up in Southern California. Okay. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car or motorcycle or bike, whatever it might be for you. And tell us a memory you have about that vehicle. I think that that first really special one would, well, the, the, the one in the US was, um, was exciting. But the first really special one was the Land Rover. We did the, the trip to Africa. It was a short wheelbase Land Rover Defender um, that we called, we called it Car Ramrod after, um, what's that film? Super Troopers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Car Ramrod in it. I don't okay. know why we ended up calling it that, but we did. Um, <laughs> but it was this red Land Rover Defender that we picked up from near Liverpool Airport in, in Northern England. You probably know best from the football team, uh, Liverpool. And that car was, for me, that was so special because it kind of a lot of, a lot of love went into it. Both before we, we went, I, we were going on a long trip to Africa. I didn't know any mechanics before, so I had to learn. So it was on that car that I learned how to take things apart, fix them. And it was then, um, you know, so we had to prepare it which took a lot of work. But then going on, on the road, it was kind of this, developed this bond with the thing where you kind of tuned in and listening to it. And every time something rattled or squeaked, I was like, what could that be? And I was, you know, one of us would be driving, the other one would be flicking through the manual, trying to, the Haynes manual, trying to work out what, what's going on here, trying to diagnose it. And it was, we just, you know, really, really fell in love with that car. And it's where I learned what I, the little I do know of, of mechanics. Um, yeah, so it was a very sad day when that rolled and uh, we had to scrap it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, uh, the mastery of the Defender and what that car is all about and, and the simplicity of it. I think for even somebody who's not a mechanic, it's a pretty simple car, isn't it? I mean, a lot of simple yeah. things, things easily come off, go back on. Yeah, it's like a Meccano set. You know, you can, uh, 
you can take things apart and just bolt new bits on, buy all the parts on eBay as well. And there's a lot of space in the engine bay as well. So you can, it's a great car to learn how to, how to take things apart because you've got space to, to operate. What an adventure. I think we could have a whole show just talking about your <laughs> great, Tom's great African adventure. <laughs> that sounds cool. How about a vehicle that you've owned to let go? Is there a seller's remorse story in your life? Yeah, probably actually a motorbike. I'm going to go back on two wheels again. I, when I, I lived in Kenya for a little while, and I used to have a dirt bike out there, which I would take out to the, the Masai Mara um, and, and ride around on. Um, and that was, it was such a blast. I mean, as you, as you say, I'm, I'm pretty terrified of riding motor, motorbikes on the road because I fear yeah. of what's going to happen with other traffic. But out on the dirt, it's so much fun. And this was an old, like it was a 15, 20-year-old KTM that could bounce around 400cc, made a racket. It was the most <laughs> anti-social machine, but it was great fun. But unfortunately, when I came back to England, I had to, I had to pass it on to someone else to look after it, um, yeah. which is a, is a shame, but yeah. Trying to get it home would have been a problem, and trying to ride that thing around London would be, would be no fun, really. No, not with the traffic in London, maybe uh, out in the hills or the countryside. But, uh, well, at least with all that racket, it would scare the lions away so that uh, they knew you were coming yeah. and they'd run into the bush before before you snuck up on them and they jumped on you. So, uh, yeah, yeah. wow, what an adventure. Well, I would love for you to talk a lot more about Beeline. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about the the challenge and and more so just the fun of coming up with a concept of an idea from the beginning, not really having worked in that field, bringing it to fruition, bringing it to market, and then uh, the transition that you guys are making right now to motorcycles, which is very cool. So give us a little bit more background and get our listeners uh, really kind of lathered up about checking out Beeline and buying some products from you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a it's been a fantastic journey for three years. You know that. that that meeting, that lunch meeting when Mark got lost was three years ago, over three years ago now. Um, and we've gone through kind of prototyping stuff on our own, running through Kickstarter, setting up manufacturing in China, building a team, selling this thing around the world, getting into retailers, building websites, as you, you talked about our website. But what's always been interesting, and I think this is something that as an entrepreneur is almost always the case, is that you're always kind of going into the unknown. You're always pushing yourself to do stuff you don't know how to do. Whereas I think often in a, in a regular job, you are hired for that job because you are, you already know what to do. Yes. So you're, you're, you've been hired because you're the expert. It's kind of the opposite when you're starting something from scratch because almost by definition, every day you're, you're having to do new stuff and you've never done that before. So you're kind of wading your way through this fog and it, but it's magical as you kind of clear up that fog and you, you learn things along the way. So it's been, it's been so, so much fun. Not, you know, as a roller coaster, it's, the highs are high and the lows are low, but it's been super, super exciting. Um, and yeah, we're, we're really, really pumped for what we're doing right now, which is, is, um, building this product for, for motorcyclists. It's called Beeline Moto. And it's, I mean, it's all based on the same foundation of that original cycling product, but it's, we've just, you know, we heard from so many people that they wanted to put this on their motorbike. We thought we'd make one that's specific for it. And right. the difference there is that it's kind of got tough mounts that, that can, I mean, it's, it's appropriate to be locked onto a, High speed vibrating machine like a motorcycle. It's tougher. It's, you know, it's fully waterproof. Um, and the big thing is the, is that it can guide you along a specific route as well. So that original product just kind of pointed you in the, in the right direction, gave, gave you, left you free to pick your own path. Right. It's fine when you're on a, on a push bike because you can kind of hop up on the sidewalk and like, get off and walk it when you, when you, you find yourself on a one way street. But on a motorbike, you need to have specific instructions. It's still the same kind of concept of this lovely arrow that you just follow at all times, but that arrow is, is weaving you through, through, the, through the right street. Cool. So feedback has been great so far. Um, it's still in pre-production. 
still a kind of pre-order phase um, on Kickstarter. But, you know, I'm, I'm really excited and the feedback's good so far. No doubt, no doubt. Kind of the middle of June here, but this show is going to air about the middle of July. So by the time this show hits the airwaves and our listeners are hearing this, uh, where will you be at or where do you expect to be at with uh, the new product for the motorcycle? Uh, well, so we'll be midway through the Kickstarter campaign. So it's a 30-day pre-order campaign and we'll be halfway through that. So as this airs, everybody will know how, how it's going, how it's done. Right now, I'm incredibly nervous because I have no idea how it's going to be accepted. You know, it Part could- of the fun. It could skyrocket on day one. It could be a complete flop. I don't know. I hope not the latter. So that's where we'll be in terms of that. And everything at the moment we're doing is all about the building that video, the, the messaging, the all of the photography to put on that. Um, but as soon as it launches and that's happened, we're going to go straight into finalizing designs, getting things ready for manufacture, working with our, our, our guys in China, um, getting everything ready because we, um, we're going to try and turn it around in about six months. So from, from awesome. when people order it to them receiving it, which is pretty tight. Now, how has the Kickstarter whole concept worked for you? Have you been really happy with the way leading up into this? Are you excited about it? Have you ever done a Kickstarter before? Yeah, Kickstarter is how we launched our first um, our first product. Um, okay. it's, it's a phenomenal platform for launching new things. I think in the past, if you wanted to launch a new product, you have to have a lot of backing behind you. So either you have to be an established company that already had the money, we had to go out and somehow convince, convince an investor or the bank to, to, to invest in it, which is hard to do, which right. effectively meant that it was the, the scope of the, the number of people who could launch things, who could bring new things into the world, was pretty small. Whereas now it's kind of kicked off the levels of playing field. It means that anybody who's got a good idea, um, yeah, you've still got to put in the work, put in a lot of effort for it, but you, you have, you're in a position where you can take that to the world and see. So, you know, anybody can go out and challenge the big players. Um, keeps them on their toes as well. It means that I, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the result is that they develop better products as well. Yeah, I think it's a pretty cool concept. And uh, I just ordered a new coffee maker from a company called Spin that's doing mm. kind of their own internal Kickstarter. They just went out and created this website about this very cool new coffee maker and said, "Hey, uh, pre-order." So you send them your money like Kickstarter, and yeah. you wait. And it could be six, eight months. They're developing this new concept, this whole new thing, but. I, I love this kind of thing. I, it gives all of us regular folks a chance to go out there and promote something that maybe we couldn't promote before. Yeah, so, absolutely. yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. Good. Well, we're very excited for you. And what's the best way for people to find your Kickstarter uh, product, the Beeline product on Kickstarter? You just go to Kickstarter and type in Beeline? Absolutely. Kickstarter.com and type, type in Beeline Moto, M O T O. Um, that'll be the way to find it. If you, you will also find the old Kickstarter on there, but it's not, um, that's no longer live. Okay. Beeline Moto. B-E-E-L-I-N-E Moto. Very, very cool. I love it. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Tom. Tells us a little bit more about you. If Tom was a vehicle, what would he be and why? Um, I think, I mean, I know I'm banging on the same theme here, but I think I would be a Land Rover Defender. Um, probably quite an old one, a bit rusty around the edges. Fairly hardy, up for a challenge, a bit rough around the edges. I can probably be a bit blunt, not the most sophisticated, but I get the job done. Absolutely. I think Definitely. I Land Rover pretty well. Yeah, very much so. I like the way you put that. So, Tom, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. 
They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hey, this is Mark Green. Are you interested in selling online and building a sustainable business? Bonanza is a marketplace platform that empowers you to create your dream business. Getting started at Bonanza is easy. You can start fresh or import your items from other marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or Shopify. Auto parts and accessories are a high-performance category at Bonanza, and there's no risk involved in signing up. There are no listing fees or monthly fees. You pay only when you make the sale. Bonanza listens to seller feedback and uses it to improve tools and build new features, so there are tons of customization options for sellers no matter what the size of your business. Be sure to sign up using the link bonanza.com slash cars yeah, and you'll receive a free consultation with Bonanza experts who make sure that you are on your way to generating sales. That's bonanza.com slash cars yeah. Okay, Tom, we're back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive or motorcycle advice you've ever received? Um, I think it's to, to get stuck in and fix it yourself. Um, ah. Understand how the, how the thing works. Uh, rather, and then you kind of know how to treat it, how, how it operates, and you can get the most out of it. Absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? Um, yeah, I think just seeing the funny self um, kind of goes along with that dance like nobody's watching thing. You know, don't take, don't take life too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. It, it opens you up to, to being able to try things and, and not be a failure. Um, and that's so important, I think. I like that a lot. See the funny side. That's nicely said. Now, how about a resource? There are awesome resources out there these days. Is there one in particular you'd like to share? Uh, yeah, kind of. I, I think as we've talked about adventures, quite a lot of the trips to Africa. Um, my favorite one is, is Horizons Unlimited, which is a, it's a kind of forum for people going on adventures. It was, I think it was originally designed for motorcycle adventures, but there's a lot of stuff for four by four, you know, long overland trips there. Uh, and it's got everything from tips for how to fit out, fit out your vehicle for long trips through to the routes and places you can visit and people whose couches you can crash on if you're going through there. Best place for planning, uh, big, big road trips. Awesome. I like that. That hasn't been recommended before. We'll make sure we put a link to that on your show notes page. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? For me, it would have to be Nigel Mansell, the uh, old Formula One driver. Yes. Formula One driver. A bit of a hero in his time. Um, I just remember being, you know, like five, six years old at my granny's place and my my parents and grandparents watching the F1. Um, But the thing about him that will always be in my mind that I will respect him for the most is that mustache. <laughs> I'd love to, love to go for a beer with him just to see how he deals with that with the prop on the top of the beer. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. Uh, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read you'd like to share with our listeners that you think is uh, really valuable? 
Uh, yeah, well, it's a it's a whole series of them. And the the Haynes manual, I think. That if oh. you're gonna if you're into cars and you want to learn how to fix them, that's the that's the guy. Um, the Bibles, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have thumbed through the Land Rover one of those cover to cover hundreds of times, trying to find out what those rattles and squeaks might be. Properly dog-eared, properly oiled uh, up yeah, with some yeah. fingerprints on certain pages. So nicely said. Well, listeners, you can find all these cool links that Tom has been so kind to share on his show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Tom Putnam, and that page will pop right up. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here. We're almost at the end of the continent of Africa as we've traveled through today. This last question, though, can be a bit of a doozy, but it's a fun idea. Today, Tom, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. Doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter how expensive, because I'm writing the big golfer's check, those big ones they give the golfers when they win at the end of the tournament. But here are the rules. You've got to keep it, you've got to drive it, and you can't sell it to fund your new your new project or buy other cars with. So that little trick's off the table. So what's it going to be? What can I buy you today? I would get a bright red Lotus Esprit, 1980s. Oh, probably, no kidding. Probably, probably not the most valuable car. But the reason for that is that when I was about four or five years old, my dad had one and it was kind of kept polished in the garage, very, very rarely came out. We weren't yeah. allowed to have any food in the back on the cream leather seats and things like that. But uh, it was, um, I just remember thinking it was the coolest thing. I remember it's such a sad day when we went to, he, he went to sell it. I went with him to the garage and I, I stayed in the car when it went up on the, on the ramp and got inspected. So I didn't want to get out of it. Oh. Uh, so uh, for nostalgia, I would, I'll go back to one of those. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's not too bad. You didn't break the bank too bad today. I've got, I've got <laughs> some of those, some of those guests that, you know, are, are yeah, putting multi million dollar Lotus Esprits are pretty affordable. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Pretty easy to grab. Emotional. You can keep your Bugatti. Your Bugatti. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep my Bugatti. No problems. <laughs> well, Tom, you've taken me on a great ride today. I really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your beeline story. This is so exciting. So much fun. Would you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you? Drive off into the sunset over the country, English countryside in that beautiful Lotus Esprit. Yeah, um, enjoy the ride. Just have fun with it. Don't take life too seriously. Have a good time. Sounds like a plan. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your company? Best place is on our website, uh, beeline.co, um, just beeline.co. Um, or at the moment, head over to Kickstarter and look for Beeline Motor. Absolutely. Well, listeners, I'll make sure I put links to all these on Tom Shono's page. Check out what he's doing. If you love riding bicycles, you've got to check out this product. It makes it so simple to get around, especially if you're going to be riding bicycles in areas you're not real familiar with. And once the motorcycle version comes out, and I know you're going to have a great success with this uh, Kickstarter program. Looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be fantastic for those of us who love to ride motorcycles. So, Tom, thanks for being so generous today with your time, for calling in all the way over from the pond, as we say, uh, from England today. So good to talk with you. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, 
you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.